basic principles in the termination of employment contracts. Hopefully, this podcast is the first of a series as the termination of a contract of employment can be very technical and in this first one, I will only briefly touch on certain basic concepts and principles in order to understand the bigger picture insofar as termination of employment goes. In terms of common law, both parties to the employment relationship have certain rights and certain responsibilities. These rights and responsibilities were developed over time, starting in the Roman period, where the rights and responsibilities between slave owner and slave were pinned down. However, the common law did not make provision for the uniqueness of an employment relationship as the scales were in favor of the slave owner or the employer. In an effort to bring balance in the employment relationship, Governments all over the world have adopted specific labor laws to regulate this relationship. In the South African Constitution, in Section 23, it makes specific provision for labor rights. Given the theme of this podcast, the most important part of Section 23 in the Constitution is Section 23.1a, which states, everyone has the right to fair labor practices. The Constitution unfortunately does not expand on this, and we now must look at the regulations and requirements of the Labor Relations Act, which provides us with much more clarity and a set of specific rules that must be followed, especially when it comes to the termination of an employment contract. I do not want to confuse the listeners by quoting different sections of the Labor Relations Act. I will only provide a basic summary of the most important principles and the specific details and sections of the LRA will be discussed and analyzed in subsequent podcasts. When it comes to disciplinary actions, which can include, of course, the termination of employment, it is always important to remember that the main aim of disciplinary action should always be not to punish but to correct behavior. One of the judges in our labor court said at one stage that employers must remember that the dismissal of an employee is almost the same as a death penalty if we keep in mind the high levels of unemployment in South Africa. The dismissal of an employee and the termination of the contract of employment should be the last resort and only in circumstances where the employment and trust relationship has been totally destroyed and is beyond repair. We must keep in mind that our law only recognizes three grounds or categories that might justify the dismissal of an employee, namely the conduct of the employee, or in other words, the misconduct, the second one, the capacity of an employee, which can be related to poor work performance, ill health, and then thirdly, the operational requirements of the employer, or what we sometimes call retrenchment. Each one of these categories have their own unique procedure that must be followed, and the reason for dismissal must also be justifiable. In order to prove that the termination of a contract in other words, dismissal was fair and justifiable. The onus is on the employer to prove two things. The employer must prove that a fair procedure was followed. This we get in Schedule 8 of the Labor Relations Act. 
this is also known as procedural fairness. Secondly, the employer must also prove that the dismissal was substantively fair. Or in other words, the reason for the dismissal is fair. This is known as substantive fairness. Plainly put, it can mean the penalty must fit the crime. The concept of fairness is not described or defined in our law. Perceptions of fairness are subjective because what person A deems to be fair, person B might feel it's unfair. A very simple example might be, depending on which rugby team you support, your views of the fairness of the decision taken by the referee will be vastly different. The employer might feel that the dismissal of the employee is fair. The employee believes it's unfair. Employers must always keep in mind that their decision to terminate an employee's contract of employment will be subject to the scrutiny by a CCMA commissioner. The commissioner might have a totally different view. And should the CCMA find that the dismissal of the employee is substantively unfair, the employee will in all likelihood be reinstated with full back pay. If the employer can prove that the reason for dismissal is justifiable, but the dismissal is found to be procedurally unfair, the employee will be awarded compensation for a procedurally unfair dismissal. The concept of a summary or immediate dismissal can create a lot of confusion. And let's take the following example. The employer has security cameras on the factory floor and one night while reviewing the day's recordings, the employer notices an employee stealing a laptop from the supervisor's office. On further investigation, it is clear, yes, the laptop is missing from the office and the culprit can easily be identified on the security footage. The next day, the employer calls the particular employee to the office, shows him the security recording and informs the employee that he is dismissed summarily with immediate effect. In this particular example, the reason for dismissal might be substantively fair because there was good enough reason, but the dismissal will be procedurally unfair as the employee did not follow any of the rules or the guidelines as we found in the Labor Relations Act. One of the principles of natural justice we find in the very well-known Latin maxim, Audi alterim partem, which means the right to state your case or the right to be heard. It can also mean hear the other side. And Schedule 8 provides us with very clear guidelines of what we must do. For this podcast, the following principles must be kept in mind. Every employer and employee have certain rights and certain duties. The South African Constitution clearly states that everyone has the right to fair labor practices. The Labor Relations Act has codified and expanded on the right to fair labor practices. Our law only recognizes three grounds for dismissal, namely misconduct, incapacity and retrenchment. For a dismissal to be considered fair, the employer must prove that he had a fair reason and that he followed a fair procedure. The employee only needs to prove that he or she was dismissed. Then the burden of proof moves over to the employer. The aim of discipline should always be to correct behavior and not to punish. 
The workplace is not a court of law, and the rules and standards that are applicable in a court of law cannot automatically be transferred to the workplace. The rules of natural justice is, however, applicable in the workplace. And lastly, each case is unique, and the fairness or unfairness of any dismissal must be determined in its own set of facts and merits. In subsequent podcast, I will specifically expand on the reasons or substantive fairness for a dismissal, and hopefully in the next one we will deal with the procedures that we have to follow to ensure that it's procedurally fair. So be on the lookout for the next podcast on this highly relevant topic. Thank you.